Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, Download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. Broadcast Network, After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Grimsters! Welcome back to another AfterBuzz TV After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Guys, if you haven't done so already, why don't you jump onto uh, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, where you can subscribe to not just this show, but all of the AfterBuzz shows. You can also listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. You know, AfterBuzz TV puts out over 95 shows a week. I say over because I don't know how many we're at because we keep growing more and more. And the way that you can help us grow, leave a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Oh. Let us know, let us know what you're thinking. And if you are uh, following along at home while we're doing the live stream on YouTube, you can tweet at us using the hashtag ABTVGrim. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson, as I said. You can tweet at me during the show at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N. Oh, did my supposed to And then yourself? my yeah. co host here. Hi, I'm Yell. Now you that can... I'm through with the speech, my co host here, Yell Teagle. Hi. Um, you can follow or tweet at me at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I've got my phone for the tweets. I got the chat roll going. You guys are amazing. You should actually mainly tweet at Yell. You can tweet at me and I'll get back to you I was later. Like, Where is your phone? I have left my phone ah. <laughs> off to the side. Yeah. Trying not to take calls while we're talking about this episode of Grim Death Do Us Part. Yeah. Uh, before we begin, sorry, there are questions about why there are only two of us. Oh, yeah. We're um, on a new day. Um, unfortunately, like, this weekend was the Super Bowl. What? If you missed it, I don't know, sports yes. stuff. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but yesterday was the Super Bowl, so we had to reschedule the, the show for this week. Unfortunately, Tari and Dylan could not make it to the no. rescheduled time, but they are Wishing us well from home, I'm sure. Yeah. They're not sick, so I'm not going to, like, say wish them well. Like, no, they're fine. They're, fine. they're, they're just, just jerks. We rescheduled, and they How couldn't make it. How dare they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't want to deprive you fantastic people yeah. of death do us part. So the quote from this week. I'm ready. He, f- he felt now that he was not simply close to her, but that he did not know where he ended. And she began... It's a dirty quote. It's really dirty. It's Tolstoy, though, so it's not... 
Dirty. That dirty. Very I mean, dirty. it's pretty dirty. It's Anna Karenina, if yeah. anyone was curious. That's where the quote's from. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it fits. Like it's yeah. it's all, this episode's all uh, the, at least the main themes. Actually, even the, even Juliet's story in this is, is a lot about like connecting yeah. with and like how much you really are with your significant other. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really on the same page? If you're lying about whether that's cheating or about, let's say, a big life change. <laughs> a big life change. Um, are you really as close to this person as you think you are? Yeah. Um, are we starting with Juliet? Yes. Okay. okay. Let's start with Juliet because she, <laughs> that really was that was to. the best part of the episode was yeah. all of Juliet stuff. I wanted more time with it. Mm-hmm. Juliet Hexenbeast. Yes. <sighs> Juliet Hexenbeast. Sure. Julie X and Beast. Let's make it a thing, guys. You figure out how to spell it. Um, I, oh, seeing her with Renard, and as soon as, so we open with her voguing and showing him, and I'm telling you, and I believe that it is not just in my mind, he was turned on by this. We talked about this last week. It makes sense. He is a Zauber Beast. Yeah. Like, he's seeing, like, his own kind. They have hooked up in the past. Right. Just a reminder in case anyone forgot about that storyline from right. season two. Such a good storyline. Because <laughs> she's oh, so hot. And he is also so <laughs> hot. And I think that oh, I think that um, he felt it. Not just that I she's mean, attractive, but also Do you she's think like that him. that is us grafting on the, their previous relationship because we've seen them romantically entwined? Like, yes, it was against their wills in a way, but is it is it us just sort of like trying to like seeing that again and mm-hmm. uh, and thinking that it's just going to happen again, or is it that there's genuinely something there, or is it that just that Sasha Royce is just very attracted to Bitsy Tal? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to believe that that's where they're going. I want to believe that that's what it was intended, especially because. Uh, and it may have just be me wanting sexual tension between them, but they're such amazing actors. And it, I believe that it was intentional for them to feel this tension between them. <laughs> uh, so hot. I liked it a lot. I'm going to be honest. If they did hook up, though, yeah, there's a weird angle to this because they weren't together. Mm-hmm. His mom came in, made her like them so that they could be together. So you think that, like... Mommy made me a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's what happened, but it's yeah. just a funny angle. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I thought you were going with the fact that he's been sleeping with Adeline, and so Juliet, as Adeline, slept with Nick, and now he's slept with Adeline, and he slept with Juliet, and whatever. Well, that's true. It is a crazy hey, little, like, weird... Hey, Techno Griffin! Y'all want smut. That's new. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Look, this this show can get sexy. It has. It, yeah. We I mean, had look, naked what you coffee. just what you just described was mm-hmm. not an imaginary like thing. There was and there's even another level you didn't talk about there because Nick also has slept with those two women. Right. Yeah. So it's not just in my head, guys. This did happen. Yeah. This is a show where literally you had one character changing into another to sleep with another person, and then they did the reverse. <laughs> what a crazy 
show. That's why I love this show yeah. because they do stuff like that yeah. that none of the shows are doing. <laughs> it's we were just talking about how uh, NBC is is kind of a safe network. Look, NBC as a whole, uh, any network mm-hmm. these days, like. Network TV is dying. Yeah. Like, there's no two ways about it. Like, <laughs> Hashtag mommy made me a girlfriend is a thing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing. Um, I'm glad. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so network TV as a whole is sort of, like, fading away. Because cable has taken it to a whole other levels. Yeah. Because you can take bigger leaps, mm-hmm. like a Breaking Bad, where you, your main character is a villainous drug dealer yeah. dr- or drug maker. You can do Game he's of a, Thrones. where. <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you can do Thrones. yes, Game of Thrones, where there are literally characters just raping other people on screen because that's the world that that lives in. That mm-hmm. network TV yeah. will not let you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it were there's some times where like you have to be reminded that Grimm is a network show, so they can push the envelope with stuff like that. They haven't pushed the envelope yet with like we why we kept talking about characters dying two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah, because uh, frankly, right now and with Juliet turning into a hex and beast to bring it back to what we were actually talking about, <laughs> right. um, the dynamic something has to give on mm-hmm. this show, especially with Wu coming onto the Scooby Gang. Yeah, we are in a weird place now. There are so many people that know mm-hmm. and so many people that they have to go to for this that now with the sh- the team is starting to be overloaded and there's people filling the same there's two char- there's multiple characters filling the same role on the mm-hmm, team mm-hmm. and somebody if, if, if something doesn't give the show is going to start crumbling. Yeah. So I- the question is who who we lose. Yeah. I think there was an amazing, like, example of this in this episode when they come to the trailer and Juliet's already there. Yes, exactly. The trailer, which was, like, this secret place that there was, like, nobody mm-hmm. could be in. Now there's a lot of people who have access to it. Yeah. Juliet does. Wu's talking about how he's just, like, he can go out there whenever. Nick's like, yeah, just use it whenever. But, like, what everyone if Everyone has a key. Yeah, everyone has a key. What if Wu got out there and it was just Juliet. Like, what would that interaction be like? Like, don't get me wrong, that would be a cool scene. I'd be very interested if, like, mm-hmm. it had just been Wu that stumbled upon Juliet there. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, there's too many people. Yeah. And like, not that I, not that somebody needs to go or somebody needs to die, but somebody's dynamic has to shift. Yeah. Like Monroe and Rosalie are great, but they're but they they run the risk of what I refer to as the Jim Jim and Pam problem mm. where their buildup is fantastic mm. and even them being together for a while is great but at a certain point it gets dull yeah we just have- like the office towards the end like their relationship is great but when they're in together and there's no threat of them breaking up mm-hmm. and i didn't watch the last season i heard that was a thing but that's <laughs> not to the point like yeah. but they had to do stuff like that because it got dull yeah we have a lot of people joining in the conversation in the chat role um we have bart who says it's overloaded that's why they had Teresa leave that- no <laughs> trouble needs to come back um, we also have uh, the gamer girl who says, get rid of Adeline. Somebody wants to lose Hank. People, you're breaking my heart here. But Hank, but Hank is like, Hank would be the easy way out because he's, but he has been sort of, fa- like, what purpose does he serve right now? If Wu knows, and frankly, Wu's story right now is more interesting than Hank's. I, I think that they're not going to lose anyone. I think that we, if we were going to kill someone, we would have done it. 
and we had that opportunity, I think um, that it would be we just need people's dynamics to change or yeah. or people to have different missions. And I think that that's where it has to go. Yeah. I mean, that that is partially why Trouble mm-hmm. left. Because, like, with Nick back in full force, she's not needed as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that having two Grimms on the show is absolutely something that it can handle because the, of what their differences are. And you sort of have yeah. to deal with that more. She became very similar to Nick. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, like, why you can't have both. But... You also, that's why you also can't have Wu and Hank, because right now they're coming to, as Hank, as Wu sort of like comes neatly into the fold, yeah. as opposed to we thought he was going to be darkly into the fold, where he's going to be like angry Wu. Well, so Fat Cat 310 says, Wu becomes anti-Vesson, calling it now. That I, could happen. I mean, it seemed, it, you know what, it's reasonable stance to take from Wu's perspective, mm-hmm. because He's met good Vessen. He has. He met Bud. He met Monroe and Rosalie. Mm -hmm. He knows those are good people. Yeah. But the vast majority are not good. Like, he's just seeing deaths all the time. Because he works for the Portland Police Department. Right. I mean, we even have to remind him about eating the cookie, you know? So, like, who knows what, you know, other stuff they're going to remind him. Like, uh, he's going to be like, what about this one case that happened? Oh, that's right. It was... I can't like the the um, Luson with the four guys. Like he doesn't know what actually happened there. Yeah, I, but just with the cookie thing. Oh my goodness! You ate the the quote was you ate her cookie. That's why you ate your carpet. Yeah, seriously. And it's just like doesn't quite. It's not quite dirty. It's but it, it has all the elements head. of it. In my head, it was very dirty because yeah. <laughs> Um, Techno Griffin. Um, I think of snut, smut, snut. I think of snut all the time. That you do. Yeah. That you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's actually talk about Juliet's whole situation okay, here. Because, yes. like, yes, I, I, the dynamics conversation go on for a long time because there's a million possibilities right. of ways the show could go. And that's why I love the show because it has yeah. tons of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we, she, she had gone to. Captain Renard at the mm-hmm. end of last episode, and it's where we can pick up. Right. Um, and he immediately knows who to put her in touch with. Right. With our Henrietta. Henrietta. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Sorry. But I, I liked that the her struggles in this, like in this mm-hmm. episode, when she blows up the dude's car. Oh, yeah. First of all, she... Where some people thought she was going to fully embrace the Hex and Beast thing. Mm-hmm. It's clear that, for, at least for now, she's like, I need to get rid of this. Yeah. How do I get away from it? I agree. But I think there's a moment when she blows up that D-Bag's Mustang. Ugh, he was such a jerk. <laughs> he was such a jerk. Um, when he blows up his... Yeah. When she blows up his car, mm-hmm. I think there was a moment where she was just like, that was cool. I didn't do that. Did I do that? <laughs> I think, I really think that's where we're headed with her. I don't think that she's going to um, hate uh, her Hexenby side for very long. And I, not to get into predictions, but I think that's next week. Yeah. I could see that. Like, yeah. Or what she, if, all she really has to do is solve like one case with it or fix like one big problem and before she realizes that these powers are a good thing. Yeah, it's super beneficial. Yeah. It also just makes her character mm-hmm. far more interesting because the vet thing was 
Yeah, uh, this Wearing episode specifically, thin. I was like, is she not going to work? Like, does she not work anymore? I, uh, the cats and the dogs and the parrots can wait mm-hmm. while she deals with being a hexen beast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that the, the puppies need their shots, but, but there are other vets. She hasn't been to work in who knows how long. All, this whole season. No, I think we've seen her at work like once or twice. This season? Yeah. Maybe. I think we've seen glimpses of her, like, calling, getting called at work or something I like that. I feel like she's always, uh, like, when trouble was around, she was like, I'm going to have to babysit, so I'm not going into work today. <laughs> like, that's what it was like to me. Um, yeah, there's a lot of time that we spend yeah. not with them. Like, <laughs> this is... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you use your TV logic. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Um, sorry, somebody pointed out something. Uh, I, I don't know how to say your name. Faricia Lilu. Faricia Lilu? I'm sorry. Um, she <laughs> said, yeah, remember when you said, well, maybe by season four they'll figure out how to turn humans to Vesson in the very first podcast of Grimm. Um, Did we say that? Apparently I said that. When we speculated that uh, Grimm team maybe too, has too many, oh, the, they have too many humans. Up top. That does not sound like, that does sound like me being like, well, by season four, they'll make stupid things, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then me, it was awesome. And then it happened. I, don't, I like to say all sorts of stupid things. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know I would be right. <laughs> That's uh, impressive. Yeah. I mean, you throw out enough, enough stuff against the wall, something's going to stick. <laughs> enough crazy uh, stuff. <laughs> That's most of the podcasts I do here at AfterBuzz. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. I do want to talk about the scene where the whole sequence where with Nick and Juliet in bed. Okay. Because, like, a lot of people were sending it to us midweek because they posted, like, the the dream part of it online, and we're all just like that. And even in the preview last week, we saw the act. I'm like, that's clearly a dream. Right. I said it was clearly a dream or uh, that it's based on... I had suggested that maybe um, she... Uh, it's like an instinctual thing of a hexen beast to fear a grim, and so therefore she had this dream because no one in their right mind would believe, like as Juliet would believe that he would behead her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean my thought thought last week was that Nick thought saw her Sir vote Hogan and assumed is, yeah. it was Adeline again. Yeah, as he would. Um, I do love before all that though. Yeah, <laughs> they're in bed. And he's like, the, the exchange is just, what you reading? A book? First of all, <laughs> F, like that's that's <laughs> what? Yeah, a book. Yeah. Um, and I thought he was going to be like annoyed by that, but in true man fashion, <laughs> he was like, okay. He literally just says, "Can we call that enough small talk?" <laughs> and goes for it. Kudos, I guess. I'm sorry. In, in true. Uh, woman fashion, it was a book, which translates to, no, it's not happening tonight. <laughs> I have a headache, or I'm not in the mood, or you didn't take out the trash, or whatever it was. A book. Read that. It's- yes, I, I think that's why I was expecting <laughs> no. him to come back with, like, a what book? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm reading How to Be a Hex and Beast 101. God. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, <laughs> um... um they uh, that dream sequence. I was like, "Do we need this?" 
I would rather. It was things. a cool teaser to have. Like it was as much as we knew that it wasn't going to be. Like it was mm-hmm. cool to have, and it was a nice little yeah moment. Um, but let's let's talk about Henrietta. Yes, we have very little to go on right now. We have a fun fact from the uh, from the chat roll. <laughs> fun fact that Henrietta's house is uh, the house from Charmed, the Halliwell House. Um, <laughs> Which, I'm going to tell you guys, was supposed to be in San Francisco, because that's where Charm took place. How is it in Portland? I don't know if I believe that that is the same house, but yeah. it might be. Internet, prove us right or wrong. Fun fact, send me a link in the um, chat room. <laughs> I will click it. But, um, so basically all we know now is that she has the ability to make it so that if you write her phone number or yeah. address down... <laughs> It doesn't last for more than 30 seconds. And she did the cool house thing where, like, the door and then it opened and then she was in the other place and it was yeah. backwards. That's it. Those yeah, but so she has. It, is she a Hexen Beast? I think so. Is there something more powerful? So far, we haven't seen any, any anyone else that can really use magic the mm. same way other than, like, in potions and things. But That'd be awesome. So. It seems it stands to reason that she would be a hex and beast, but there's no reason it can't be something we haven't met yet. Wouldn't it be cool if there is something more powerful, more magic, more witch-like? Yeah. Or just straight-up witches? I mean, I think the idea is hex and beasts are witches. I think that in the grim world... Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if there were somebody If there was another, another yeah. thing? Like that, that hex and beasts were actually the... Um, the like subspecies. Interesting. Wouldn't that be cool? Because we have seen we like started with a lot of the primary species, and then we started seeing subspecies. Yeah. But if we went backwards, that'd be such a like. That'd be very interesting. Um, there's a a uh, suggestion that maybe because we thought Juliet was pregnant, um, and though even though she took the pregnancy test, um, it's possible that she's pregnant. Um, while she was Adeline, so the baby is a hexen beast, and that's why she is a Vessen for now. That feels more convoluted to me I than Grimm would make it because yeah. it's very. First of all, we already did a baby storyline, right. a baby hexen beast story. Um, so I don't think they're going to go revisit it immediately, right? Because the, the problem with babies mm-hmm. on a TV show is that when you there's fl- only one problem with babies on TV show. <laughs> The big problem, to me at least, okay. is that when you introduce, especially on a show like this that thrives on story jumping leaps ahead, mm-hmm. you can't do most of the kids' storylines if you introduce them as a baby. Right. Because unless you do something like Angel, where, mm-hmm. ba- where the baby disappears to an alternate dimension for a week and comes back as a 14-year-old. Or the 4400, where she grew up over the course of a year from, like, a th- she was three weeks old and was a teenager. Or on True Blood, where the fairies, sorry, every week they jumped. And so this, I'm but just the, starting to this is, But these. these are the things that, you then are, that you're forced yeah. to do on TV if you want to actually do a full childhood right. story. Because he, as much as we love Grimm, it's not going to be around for 15 years. How dare you? <laughs> Bite your tongue. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, even Grimm, like, yeah. I, I hope that, the, I don't think that Grimm is going to be the type of show that has, like, we have a seven season arc, so we can't go further than that. But, like, I think it could, Grimm could go on further, but. Ten. Ten at most. But 
like it, what, what I mean is it's not like a capped story like Game right. of Thrones like grim but it it shouldn't it could 15 yeah. years is like right that's impressive they can figure out stories for 15 years easily I can <laughs> I really can't um no I mean and I would the more grim the better mm-hmm. but I just want it to be good 15 years that's true um yeah and that's the struggle of a show that lasts that long why there are very few shows that go on that long right um anyway so I believe we have a good great deal to talk about mm-hmm. that's the only quote from Henrietta so we sort of leave it till next week yeah I mean we didn't get any Vienna and that's usually a sentence so we had it with Henrietta and it's true we didn't get any Alan Victor I guess they're on a plane and because it has been boat. requested via Twitter that I give us a Meisner update, there was no Meisner <laughs> in this episode. There was no Meisner. There was no trouble in this episode. <laughs> Is that what's going to happen now? We're going to just we'll check in. Check like, in with no, stuff that doesn't happen. We, like, you, you might have missed. There's a chance you missed something right. in a window. There was none of that. Reminder uh, that you should be tweeting hashtag asking for trouble <laughs> as well as hashtag we want Meisner. Um, so good, this tweet. Um, also, we have from the chat roll, uh, the gamer girl 2330 says, How about fifth season for Grimm and a Josh and Trouble spinoff right after? Thumbs up, thumbs up. That was with a lift for yeah. whatever reason. Thumbs up. Heck to the yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, but so we're, we're dealing with all of the, the mm-hmm. Hex and Bees, the witch storyline, but we're also dealing with some ghosts okay. in this episode. I did not care. I, I'm, I have told you before, and I will say it again. I feel like the show feels obligated to give us a story of the week, a monster of the week. And I don't think we need one. And I feel like all season, aside from my beloved... Uh, octopus head. Aside from that one, I feel like the story of the weeks have been kind of arbitrary and maybe useless. I thought, you know what, there have been some really good ones this year. Mm-hmm. And ones that I feel like Grimm has played with very well because they string it directly into what's going on in the characters' lives and like giving them something to deal with. The Chupacabra, for example, I thought was a great way to do a one-off story but also like because of how woo sort of got threaded in there it worked very well it was very much what grim is supposed to be this one you're right there's a sort Mm -hmm. of like did you need to do a vesting of the week or could we have just spent more time with juliet and henrietta and stuff and even you know monroe's ali on their honeymoon yeah and i mean i think that was like get them out of the picture for a little (laughs) while Again, because I think a big character shift is coming, mm-hmm. and they're star- starting to establish where everyone stands. And then when Modern Rosalie really come back, yeah, I don't know. But we're not going to get. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, but let, let's let's talk. Let, <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Yeah. How did you feel about? Was there things that you liked specifically? Didn't like specifically? I liked that we got a straight up um, woos clues. That he like he straight up was like, here's a computer, and here's what I found, and here's what we're doing. I'm gonna print this, and then we're gonna go to the thing, and we're gonna find it in the book. And I saw it in the book, and it was like this. Like, yes, woo's clothes, we got it. We understand your show. Write that name of the vessel down in your notebook. <laughs> what was the name? Uh yeah. Montag Azumbita. What'd you call me? 
Montaga Zumbida? Montag Zumbida. Sure. Um, I liked that it was a. It was. It reminds me of the Alien episode where it wasn't an alien at all. Yeah. Well, this one was grounded at least in an animal of some kind. It was an electric eel. Oh, okay. That was what it was built. <laughs> I had. I like. I. I wasn't sure, mm-hmm. and I went into like the grim. Um, on Hulu Plus, they have these like character like. Vessin breakdown where it's like a minute long and it's like awesome. a little this like tiniest little backstory I on the love Vessin. bonus features um like almost but like the the main thing that I pulled out of it was the spelling yeah of it um and the fact that it's an electric eel okay um but I I, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting I mean I like the that that's like a creature I would never think to base a Vessin on yeah. I think, and it's interesting that they would, um, that they're taking, uh, like, water creatures and putting, like, like it has nothing to do with water. Where we said when we had those mermaids. Where they had to be in the water. Where they had to be in the water. And, and I that was that, cool. Yeah. Um, it, the more types of animals that we start getting into, mm-hmm. the more I start to feel like, we're going somewhere where they're going to fu- explain why Vessin exist. You know what I really, really want? What's that? A sloth. <laughs> I really, really want a sloth-based uh, Vessin. Yeah? <laughs> why not? As long as it's a giant sloth. What do you mean? Like the, you know, the... Like... Mesozoic era giant sloths or whatever. Uh, That's probably the wrong era. I'm just... I I want no. I want a sloth like a like a like the kind that no, makes Kristen Bell cry. It's the sloth. same. It's the same thing. It's just really really big. I don't. No, I don't need it to be big. I want a <laughs> sloth, guys. Only if Kristen Bell appears in the episode. But she won't be able to handle it. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. She. I cries. saw the video. I saw the video. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about Ghost Seekers. Okay. Which, um, uh, there was an entire discussion in the chat roll. I'm going to scroll up and find it about um, how it straight up was a um, total ripoff of Ghost Facers. Ghost Chasers? Ghost Facers? Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers from Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. Uh. Apparently, we got a whole bunch of Supernatural fans in the chat roll. I mean, there's a big crossover between Grimm and Supernatural. No one's going to blame them. <laughs> Have you seen those boys? No one's going to blame them. Um, but so there was an entire discussion about okay. ghost facers. I mean, but again, this is what we were talking about. Like, it, there wasn't anything super strong like that like tied the Ghost Seeker storyline into the main plot other than a, like the basic concept of... The romance? Romance and love. So I'm going to disagree, and it may be a prediction, but I'm going to okay. say it. Right. At the end of the episode, they put the... Um, video it's up online and they're like should we be worried and renard says no there's nothing to worry about no one believes in ghosts i think this is a foreshadowing this is a uh a something they're setting something up okay because that would that be sounds cool such an interesting way to take the show if we got ghosts if no, if everyone is aware of Vessin. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that was what we were sort of like building to at mm-hmm. the end of this is yeah. that that image 
is posted online. Like the video yeah. is posted online mm-hmm. and like I there's a side of me that thinks that you could that they might just like sort of brush it away as like, yeah, it's posted online, but like people just think it's special effects. So they're like they just ignore it. And then we ignore it from here on out. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Um much like we've any of the crazy explanations the Portland Police Department has put right. out, people are like, that's really weird. What's happening with the crime? Oh, they explain it. All right, I never mind. But I think, so in my mind, um, it's okay. I'm going to make a Doctor Who reference. Um, there was an episode with the guy who absorbs people into his body with <laughs> moaning Myrtle or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> um, where, you know, people are putting videos of the doctor or whatever online and then a group gets together because they believe it. Conspiracy theorists. All right. You know, yeah. Even in Rose, the first episode of Doctor Who, sorry guys, to super Whovian geek out over, over here. But like, he, you know, that's, she goes to that guy's house and then Mickey turns into plastic. But like, that she finds a man who on the internet is like, have you seen this person? The internet is full of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. No, I, you're right. And yeah, I I can't remember offhand the name of the group. Um, so guys in the chat roll on Twitter, like feel free to yell at me, correct me, point because there's the, I think it's just the council. Um, the council that is that there's more that is responsible for because they we see them crack down on when the bank robbers are oh, using right, right. their the voga council, states. Yeah. It, yeah, so I remembered at the last second yeah. there. Um, and as soon as you said it, like four people were like, "I think the council's going to come up." But well, the council is in charge of basically shutting that down, yeah. so that people don't know about it. But if it's on YouTube now, the internet has it, and mm-hmm. the internet, as I'm sure you are all well aware. When it has something, it doesn't let it go. Right. Um, so if people latch onto this as proof, mm-hmm. I don't know what the council can do. It's the problem with having secrets like this, like massive secrets like this right. in the internet era, is that can only they can only stay secret for so long. I mean, it surprises me that we don't have more video footage of stuff, and that like Vessen haven't. But this would be a great way to start that yeah. process. I mean, it t- it's, it takes. Um, it, it would take the show to a whole different place and change the dynamic again if, you know, Vesson became more, uh, like... Yeah, and we're uh, roughly halfway through this season mm-hmm. right now. So it would be the perfect time to just drop that in there. We spend one or two episodes away from it dealing with the Hex and Beast sitch. Mm-hmm. And then come back... And then the council reappears. Right. And all of a sudden... I would even I would even go as far as to put it till the end of the season, because then we we have the Hex and B stuff to deal with. We have Adeline to deal with. Yeah, we got to bring Trouble back. That's a great. We got to bring Meisner back. That's but that's a great <laughs> pattern for the season to take. If we spend the next two or three episodes, like roughly two episodes, let's say, dealing with the Hex and Beast thing, that yeah. sort of levels out. Still has some stuff to iron out, yeah. but then Adeline shows up just before we can resolve it. Right. Adeline throws a wrench into all that because now we have. Double hex and beasts running around. We have gotten so predicty, but okay. Uh, I, if you li- li- yell, <laughs> you know saying. me. You I'm know me. Um, Predict away, my friend. But so we have the two. We have the. We yeah. have that. We spent, uh, I'd say, three episodes dealing with Adeline and Victor being in town. The heart for the baby. Maybe Meisner Kelly shows up. shows up with Meisner. Thanks. Well, uh, why would Kelly be with Meisner? Because he was protecting the baby. Okay. And maybe because he went looking for Adeline, he found the baby, and so Kelly was like, "Oh, I'll bring you to her." Got it. Okay. 
<laughs> sorry, um, sorry, guys, keep going. <laughs> but then if this video comes back and we right. get maybe one or two more council little hints, mm-hmm. then the council comes back to deal with the fact that the world now knows what Vessin are. Yeah. Because that's a season five that takes you to a whole new place. Somebody suggests that Vessin coming out like the vampires on True Blood might take the show to a hold. Oh, take this interesting route would be a route that the show should take. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, somebody, several people tweeted at tweeted me at this. I don't have my stuff in front of me, nope, so I, I can't. Took it. Yeah, but so I can't <laughs> say to specific. So I apologize to those of you that also had this theory. But like, it was crazy because I thought this like the next day after our show, mm-hmm. and then five people like sent it to me as a theory. What was it? What if the keys? The seven keys right, and the, the build keys. a map somehow lead us to the Vessen origin story. Oh, that would be so good. Sorry about what a weird sound just came out of my mouth, but that's so good. I right? Because like we talk so much about the Vessen origin story as a thing. Yeah. And if Vessen get out into the public, right. then that's like the perfect thing that like it would, the royals not being Vessen it would totally make sense why they're after this power because the royals have like something special about their blood are we gonna get but some gosh darn those censored answers about why the royals are special yeah who cares they're royal what do they have to do with Vessen but there's something magical about the royal line maybe that's what Henrietta is she's a royal yeah some other sort of royal they don't Could all be. need to be that one family. There are other families. Yeah, but, yeah. but we don't know what, but that's the other thing. We don't know what makes them mm-hmm. different. We don't know why, other than, like, it's fun, like, prince thing to throw in from, like, <laughs> grim stories. I'm a prince. Yeah. <laughs> why Renard's blood, mm-hmm. or, like, or be, Renard being Renard, yeah. should just be able to, like, yeah. wake Juliet with a kiss. Yeah. Like, what is it about him? Because it has nothing to do with him being a Zauber beast. Right. Because that is like a shame thing to him. Yeah. Um, the people, the the, uh, <laughs> the chat rolls blowing up and loving your idea. <laughs> we got a gamer girl likes your theory. Emma Louise uh, says that's amazing. <laughs> Boo sixty nine bees. Hey boobies. Um, says what mind blown. That is so good. <laughs> um, Frisia Lilu. I'm sorry. I don't remember how I said it earlier. Um, that's what I thought about the keys too. Um, so, Bart, Bart says, "Sorry, Bart says, is there a key in Teresa's knight? Like, like a knight? I don't know what that means. The, no, the knight. Oh, well, I mean, her knight. Her, her, yeah, her, her, her chest knight. I was like, I don't, she? I don't think that the ch- yeah. chest. I think if they were going to reveal something about the chest knight, it they would have done it by now. It's also yeah. not large enough to hold a key, right? right, um, right. But." Yeah. We st- we have most of the keys accounted for now, I think. No, we have like three. No, there's seven out there, but the royals have four or five of them. Oh, okay. Um, like, we know that the royals have a bunch. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks got two. Or, like, our team has two. Right. Um, yeah. So that would leave... Would that make all of them? No. I, I, I My math is shoddy right now, but yeah. the point is... There's, if we combine all the keys, they are a map that they've been threading through since the first episode of Grimm. Right. It has to be important. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be really awful, but possible. They're just going to keep threading it through, and we will not get any answer. 
any answer to like the it. series finale, like, and the keys take you well, that's, to Nirvana. Like, I mean, it, it's a storyline that they don't necessarily have to do immediately because mm-hmm. there's a lot of other stuff that that's fun and great that we can do. Yeah, but when they do it, and like they did bring the keys back up this season, right? So when and if they like. If they mention it one more time this season, Mm -hmm. I think it has to be dealt with season five. If they ignore it, then it can come back whenever. They're just reminding us that the keys exist. Mm -hmm. It could be six. It could be seven. Assuming the show, uh, hopefully the show can last that long. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I I feel like I've exhausted my crazy theories (laughs) for the week. Although I can always find more. Wait, we got four owned by the Royals, one in the wind. Seven keys total. That's why I, I knew it was seven keys. So yeah, so seven four. keys, seven families. Um, theories that it unlocks a giant tomb that the powerful goddess mother of all Vessen is cocooned in. Oh great god. one. I don't know how to say your name, but great one, Ronnie. I'm gonna say Ronnie J. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so cool. Wait, Nick has two, four royals, one unknown. Yep. Got so, it. Okay, thank you for confirming that, guys. Oh, so I appreciate it. Such great fans. Um. So. Okay, so we've talked about the ghost seekers, like uh, the the basics of the storyline, like the the cheating, yeah. like family, and then like the creepy electric eel dude who comes back mm-hmm. and like is gonna uh, he's killing like a homeless man and uh, yeah yeah or not a homeless man that was him he but, was the homeless uh, man I've, I, that's what I thought was happening I thought like this homeless right. man just like found his way into the room. Okay, so when he we finally figure out who he is, and then Lily shows up, and he's gonna go and take her, or whatever. He he cuts his beard with a knife, right? He like shaves himself with a knife, and then when we see him, right later, and he's he's cut his beard, he's like shaven in a way that is impossible to do the way he was cutting with that knife. I mean, you never know. I do know. Maybe it's because he's electric. Right, He's I'll electric. No, 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 no. That's not that. <laughs> um, Yes. So anyway, mm-hmm. I, I did like the little interplay between like the two surviving ghost seekers. Although I thought it could have been dealt fleshed out more. Like I thought there was going to be a relationship drama between them and the other dude. That would have made it very interesting. And then like because it would basically be like, a third level to like all the relationship stuff going on. I did not care about the ghost seekers. I did not care. Okay. I just want. I, I'm sorry. I, no, but that was that was the a flaw, and that's what I'm saying. If there was more relationship drama, that Maybe I was that, that's what cared. I was expecting. Yeah, because then you start to care. You start to want them to survive. Right. So, yeah, with, like, that that more or less covers the episode. There's a lot of cool Juliet Hex and Beast stuff. One thing we missed. What was that? Renard at the end. Yes. Um. I was thinking. Well, I guess. Well, that's not necessarily predictions, but. We, I mean, we could take that into predictions if you want to head to predictions. Um, let's talk about Renard. Okay, so he's bleeding. bleeding from his bullet wounds that are not there. Yeah. Um, all I wanted to say was that it looked beautiful. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it, it, it 100% leads to predictions. Okay, let's, let's move it into predictions <laughs> yeah. then. There it is. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Because, yes, there's so many ways. Yeah, because that could mean anything. Like, uh, the of course, the initial thought that I had when it started happening was that he was dying. Uh, uh-huh. That, like, the whatever snake yes. crazy thing is wearing off. Yeah. Which I guess is where it could go. But, like, it wasn't, they weren't open wounds. No. It was just 
blood that was like appearing outside of his body. It, it almost felt like a reminder, like, hey, you've been shot. Like, remember that you should be dead. I don't know what that means, but that's what it felt like. It also, I my first thought also was that maybe he is dying, maybe it's wearing off, and that because Juliet is now getting more powerful, so in my mind, because it connected to his mother, right? That oh. maybe as she gets more powerful, he gets less powerful. You think that there's some kind of correlation between Juliet and him? I don't know why, but that's where I went. You know, it would stand, there is something to be said that with all the crazy magic and all the unprecedented stuff that had to go into this Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is possible that somehow the creation of Juliet, because they have like been sleeping with the same people like back who are switching identities back and forth and all this stuff back to my initial discussion that somehow that translates into juliet hex and beast makes renard not a zauber beast Mm -hmm. or less of a zauber beast or just affects him really weird yeah i mean that could easily be an interesting place to go right um, and especially if Juliet starts to like her Hex and Beast powers and her, it becomes you either keep this and Renard dies or you lose them and Renard lives. Yeah. Now we've got some interesting, now you've got a, now you've got a cool yeah. plot line. Um, and people are really agreeing with me that his chest was beautiful. <laughs> I just, Except for the blood part. Whatever. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Um, other predictions. In the trailer, do you want to um, tell us what we see? Yeah, we saw there's a bounty hunter in town. <sighs> bounty hunter. Excuse Coming. you. Are you dying? Apparently. The bounty hunter is here. Yeah, he shot me in <laughs> with a rubber bullet in the back, okay. I guess. I don't know. Um, so I apologize. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bounty hunter in town. Yeah. Uh, is that it? <laughs> um, he's coming to kill Nick. On uh, who is that bounty? Do you think it's the Royals? I, I think it might be the Royals. Um, I, that was my thought was that it's going to be Victor and Adeline because they are on their way. Um, he ends up going after Juliet and holds her hostage, and that's where my big prediction is that that's what it, she. Um, so because he threatens Nick, he's like, hey, "Come and get you know, come to me or I'll kill her." That's where I think. She is going to uh, use her hex and beastness because he doesn't know, obviously, and that's going to get. Um, that's how he's going to get. Uh, her she's going to find out. She he's going to find out, and she's going to realize that she wants to keep her power. That's a good thing. Yeah, because it's useful. Um, and is is it just me or was the bounty hunter the lion with the scorpion tail? I don't remember what those were called. But that's what he looked like. I missed in the promo. it if if they showed that. I missed it. But that would fit in because those are very much warrior creatures. So right. bounty hunter makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember. I just think of them as andalites. Uh, there was something like um, Le- something Leo or something. Um, well, <laughs> the Lowens are the lion right. vessel, but I, I can't remember the name of it right. offhand. Because um, I totally, I must have blinked and, and missed that mm-hmm. that part. But like you're right, um, that could use it, it works, it fits. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yep. I think that's it's gonna about do it for this episode of Grim at Afterbuzz TV. Yeah, guys, that was Grim. Death do us part, but it is not till death do us part here. Manticore. Manticore. How could I forget that? That's the bad company from Dark Angel. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, 
Uh, we'll be back again next week with the next Grim. Back yeah. on Sundays at 5 p.m. in our normal slot. Mm-hmm. Um, Yell Teagle, if people want to keep up with you between now and then, where can they do so? They can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L dot TV. Also on Twitter. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and other places at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Yeah. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at VatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Uh, Helix, we just did. Better Call Saul starts next week, guys. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.